Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Our lead story today on Sabres Live is start time changes to three different Sabres games in this upcoming 82-game season. Please note the following. No, I'm just kidding. But there are three changes that are going to give you a little bit more ramp-up time to the game. There'll be three more 7.30 starts instead of 7 p.m. games. Marty Baron, as we welcome you in on a Thursday, garbage day. So we'll be talking the Leafs yes. a little later on um, in our teams of the day. Did you like that? I almost missed garbage day because of you, Duffer, yesterday. <laughs> and you kept saying that Shana was going to be on. Well, yesterday you said tomorrow. So I'm thinking, oh, we're Thursday because uh-huh. Shana's on on Friday. And then I got home and I was like, oh, we missed garbage day because garbage day is Thursday morning. Just to mm-hmm. realize that we both were a day, a day um, later in uh, in the week and needed to take a step back. So I did not miss garbage day. And uh, it just falls right on uh you said it. I didn't say it. You want to say the Leafs are garbage. So uh, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, no, I'll leave it to that. <laughs> do you or do you not in the fall put bags of leaves out with your garbage? I do not. I and, blow them in the, the woods. Tie-in. I blow them in the woods. <laughs> yeah, that is a thing here. That, yeah, the blowers are big around here and put them out in big piles, but whatever. Um, I still remember the, the the commercial years ago, and I don't remember what equipment company we did that, but the French-Canadian, Montreal Canadiens goalie that's like, die, leave, die, I hate you, leaves, Matt Sundin, and he's on a lawnmower, and he's rolling over piles of leaves on the front yard because he hates <laughs> the leaves so much. So oh I may gosh. recreate that. We should ask some of our creative people to put me mm-hmm. in gear on the lawnmower and just – in the fall, just mm. go over a bunch of leaves and blow them all off. Absolutely. And Tampa is also in the mix today for teams of the day as we'll yes. hit the lightning and the leaves a little later on as we proceed here. Um, Matt Ellis's birthday. Why don't yes. we get a, Why don't we hit a, a little happy birthday early here to Buffalo assistant coach of two plus years and former Saber himself, Matt Ellis, who turns 42. And balloons, there they come on MSG right now. Yes, Matt Ellis, who, uh, listen, I, I mean, when you knew Matt Ellis as a player and then you'd realize that he would go to the gym you know, and work out in the off season. And then he'd come back home and have a second workout session in his garage that would set up like a gym. 
And everybody that lived in his neighborhood would walk by and just have a good, like, leisurely day. Come back from the golf course with the, you know, clubs on the back. And you're walking back into your house and you look over and and Ellie's having a second workout session. And he's running in the front yard and he's doing parachutes and all of that stuff. You're like, well, this guy is pretty committed. Well, that is no secret why he's uh, in the game still first mm-hmm. as a player development now as an assistant coach because he's extremely committed he's the first one there last one to leave watches tons of videos always want to find a way to get better to to have the players better works on skills goes on the ice with his kids because they play for the junior sabers it's non-stop with maddie ellis and and he loves it so happy birthday to uh the guy that uh you know could probably beat all the players in fitness testing still today. Oh, come on now. Not all nah, of them. Not nah, all of nah, them. Nah. Not all of them. Some of them. I'm sure he could beat some of them. Really? Oh, yes, for sure he could beat some. Come of on. Them. Every single player. We joke about this no, no, no. all the time. Every some single player announces, I'm in the best shape of my <laughs> career. Matt come Ellis on his birthday <laughs> announcing he's in the best shape of his career. <laughs> Looking to a great season. <laughs> I will say this, Matt Ellis, see the, the, the crappy thing about the information overload um, and access to information world that we live in now is you can't really do spontaneous trivia because everybody's going to cheat, right? They're going to look yeah. up the answer and provide it. Nothing's off the top of their head, except for you. When I uh, quizzed you <laughs> early on off, off air, hey, how many goals does Matt Ellis have as a Sabre? And you said, 17. Well, he actually had 18. So that yeah. was an elite guess by you. So the, the the game would have been, how well do you know Matt Ellis? And we could have gone in a million different directions. We could have said, what's his favorite Canadian rock band? And aside from all of them, we'd land on a couple of specific ones. You know, like Matt is amazing. Like there's just so many little subtle things that you enjoy about being around him. And he actually yeah. deserves his own little trivia segment. So Yeah, so I figured Matt Ellis, what, like six or seven years with the Sabres at two to three goal a year. So that's what I got, like 17. I don't know why. I probably should have guessed 18. Six years at three goals on average, 18. Boom, there you go. And I, I went minus one. So I didn't want to go over Price is Right rules. Yeah, and rest in peace, Bob Barker. Yes. And, uh for Matt, it was uh, 286 games played as a Buffalo Sabre. We have breaking news. The Seattle oh, yeah. Kraken have signed Devin Shore to a one-year, two-way deal at 775000 This is August 31st, AAV. people. That's this what is, breaking this news is are. Not, this is not the wrong Benoit. This is a sure thing that the Seattle Kraken is posting about at this point in time. And it does lead us down that path of when will the other bigger names get signed do you and you know we talked still, about there's still RFAs, a few RFAs, right? yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean zegris is going to keep headlining this thing but uh it'll be it'll be curious to see um how it all goes down now um, i did not look at the national tv schedule but i oh, wonder yes. if espn and tnt are waiting for later, second half of the year, to put Anaheim on on TV, knowing they're that they're going to flex Anaheim. In they're the going to flex the Anaheim Ducks if Trevor Zegers is not. <laughs> they're going to flex Labushkin and Zegers on the Ducks, and they're just going to they're going to open. It'll be Anaheim Tampa, obviously, and it'll be the Labushkin game. Yes, is six five goal shorthanded in overtime to win it, and maybe he'll be. I don't know. What do you think Bush's upside is with the Ducks? Uh, can, he get, can he get to five goals this year? He could maybe get to f- 
five. Um, I would think that's if they want to share the puck and pass it to the point for the big boom. Or well, it all depends whether they get uh, what's his name signed, uh, Drysdale. That, yeah, Jimmy <laughs> Drysdale. Like maybe Bush is going to pick up Drysdale. But listen, what have we talked about the Ducks the last few years? They always start good and then they, they fade do. away. Well, they they start decent and yeah. then they fade away. Like remember, like how we say John Gibson. I don't say it. People say it. John Gibson's having a good start to the season, but at some point the loss come coming back and then he drops. Right. So obviously the, um, the ducks, like if you're a national rights holder, you want to put him on TV maybe early. So you create a buzz with Trevor Zegers, but he's not mm -hmm. there. So you push it to late, but they're going to be out of the running. Well, but you don't know that. I mean, like, do you not I'm think projecting that, the... that? Okay. So the polls, the early polls are indicating that, Anaheim is unlikely to make the playoffs, according to our um, political insider, Marty Baron. Yes. Uh, what do you... Okay, so you have Ryan Strom. You have, a, you know, a second year of Mason McTavish. Mm -hmm. uh, you have Radko Gudis, Ilya Labushkin, Robert Hag. Hag's going to come up later in the show, I promise. Um, you got Alex Kalorn. They... Alex Kalorn was the big one. How did I miss that? What, what yeah. happened there? Yeah. You okay. Still so have Kalorn's Henrique there. Henrique and Silverberg. Well, they haven't yeah. wanted Henrique for two years, but yes, they still have him. Wow. And he's had really, you know, ever since he's he had got a pretty decent year last year. Ever when since he got at... waived a couple of years ago, he actually got closer to his form. There's no question. 19 about and that. 22 goals for Adam Henrique the last two years. And he's only played an average of 60 games a year. So it's pretty good. And they have Zach Cassian now and oh Scott Harrington on professional tryouts. I'm sorry. Did you say, oh boy? Yeah, I did. <laughs> but it's so Anaheim, right? It's the whole, and this has been the thing ever since Zegers came in. Do the Ducks need more toughness to protect Trevor Zegers? And it all started being talked about when Nick Delorier moved on. Yep. And Delorier went to Minnesota, and then he went to Philadelphia. And it's just like... But Delorier is more than just 20, muscles. He can he? actually... Well, yeah, he can skate, he can forecheck, sure he, he can, can hit. He can, but no, but I'm saying, like, I see Nick Delorier as a guy that... You bring in and actually has a role like Zach Cassian. Come on. Like the guy has, he's not, he's not lost one step. He's lost like 17 steps and he wasn't really a stepping guy to start with. Well, I'm not going to sit here and debate the merits of Cassian versus Delorier, but like Nick scores five goals a year. So I don't know really what more he is than toughness. Like, I, I, I I guess that's that's his big like selling point. Yeah, but so I'll take I'll take a Nick Delorier and actually know that when he gets on the ice, it's not a waste of time. But and it's 2023, not, right? Like, are we really I, I needing get to that. Do this it's anymore? getting to the end of it. Yes. I think I'm seeing Nick Delorier and probably in his height and yeah. his, his his glory days. And don't but get me I wrong, think, I love Nick. I, yeah. I I I really do. I still can't believe Philadelphia gave him a four-year deal, but well, yeah, that's that's like when I played with Brendan Prost and then the Montreal Canadiens gave him a four-year deal and two and a half million per year. Mm -hmm. You're like, uh, I I totally get that Prosty's got a, a, a good impact in the game. He kills penalties, mm -hmm. plays your bottom two pairs, will maybe produce a little bit, got some toughness, but two and a half a year for four years for Brendan Prost when the Montreal Canadiens gave him that. It's yeah. kind of the same thing with Philly, given Deloria the contract that he got. I mean, four years... 
at uh, at 1.75. That's what mm-hmm. he got. That's that's a little over. But Philly was where they are, and and I still think they'll be better this year. But we'll see how it goes. Anyway, that breaking news was Zach Cassian being on a professional tryout with Anaheim. You want to shift need, to? Uh, we, we needed to bring that up. We did. Do you want to shift to uh, teams of the day now? Yes, absolutely. Teams. We start, of start with the, the garbage. Uh, is garbage getting picked up no, early no. or late in the show? Alphabetically uh, oriented are we, and okay. so I can only imagine how you're hanging on what the next two shows are likely to be focused on. Um, Tampa is Buffalo is 58, 45 and 10 all time against the lightning. Yep. Uh, six above 500 at home, seven above 500 on the road and three, three and one the last three seasons. Now, one of those seasons, they didn't see them because of COVID. Um, but this is relevant because the lightning have still been good and Buffalo is finding a way to get even with them after the previous seven years where the, they won six and lost 23. So this, these are steps. These are encouraging signs. And I think we saw that this year against the Lightning, you know, with a couple of wins that Buffalo had, the one that slipped away on home ice, but they still got yes. a single point. Like these are the matchups that we constantly talk about that if you're going to get better, it's got to happen within your division, within your conference, and, and against absolute star power, which the Lightning still possess. Yeah, and you, you need to play well against the teams that are, are above you. And I do believe that when you look at the Sabres and, and Tampa, Tampa is going to start taking steps back now where the Sabres are taking steps forward. And still okay. the record of uh, over the last few years, as you pointed out, has not been bad. Somehow the Sabres could never buy, beat Brian Elliott. So that was the thing. Like, you could never play well against Brian Elliott, but they did okay against Vasilevsky. That Ilya Labushkin goal last year was against Vasilevsky. We're showing here, you know, highlights of a game down in Tampa. Thompson's goal on a two-on-one, that was Vasilevsky. So, um, yeah, they've, they've responded well when Tampa play them hard when tempo would put their backup goaltender in Brian Elliott, it felt like Sabres were going to lose. And that's yeah. been the last few years here. Well, they've also lost most of the times, like 96% of the time against Vasilevsky as well. So well, this yeah. year was a step in, the, and I'm not kidding. Like, I mean, his career record is among the greatest one-offs against a team that there is among active NHL goalies, but yeah. that was a Tate hat trick. That was part of the Labushkin game. That's also relevant here. We talk so much about Thompson Tage has been very good against the Lightning in his career. Seven goals, 12 points, 10 games. These are the initial steps of stardom when you are able to measure up against teams of elite caliber. So this is, and, you know, even you think historically from Buffalo's standpoint, like, and this won't surprise you, but when I went diving into career numbers versus the Lightning, like the guy that stood out in my mind, and then it was fact, was Thomas Vanek. Van scored yeah. almost every game against. He had 24 in 33 games. He's got yeah. the most points against the Lightning, and he had seven game winners. Like, he was so clutch against Tampa, but it's a different era. Now we look at Tage Thompson, and we just think, okay, he's the leader of this group. And you look, and ironically enough, it was just a year ago at this time, a day, was it a year ago? Yesterday, yeah, that yeah. he signed his deal, that we were sitting here thinking, like, this is the absolute perfect decision for the organization to hitch yes. their ride to this guy. And um, and so I, I love that about just how they're constructed now to try to win these head-to-head battles. And I think it's going to be really fun watching I remember John, John playing... Cooper and Don Granado here playing the, the chess games every night. Absolutely. Two coaches that have had, you know, different paths to uh, where they are. John Cooper was, 
a lawyer and then started coaching a little bit and then high school and moved on. Right. And Don Granado has been in the hockey family forever, but I remember playing Tampa, you know, back in the days in, in, in the early 2000 where scoring was not, you know, as high as it is now. And I remember very high scoring games, like some good games at playing Tampa Bay. And mm -hmm. they had John Graham in that. They had Nikolai Habibullin in that. They had a bunch of other goalies in that. But, you know, if you think of Tampa and you think of goals that were scored by Buffalo Sabres against Tampa Bay, and obviously revisiting all the RJ calls the last little bit here, mm -hmm. the Maximoff and Agenov goal against Tampa Bay, that was <laughs> – I mean, he turned himself into a corkscrew and like No, that was Tim Connolly. But that's Tim Connolly, which well, he this, still turned himself this was, into a corkscrew. This corkscrew. was roll the highlight film. Roll the highlight film? Okay. Well, when I watch it, I'm thinking to myself, how did Max Afinaginov get himself through with the puck, through his leg, to the forehand to be able to beat John Graham as Danny Boyle is looking at the puck, like puck fixing, uh, puck oh, looking, it, and then Vinny in his Lacanya defense, he went off in. his skate. So ah, the Boyle so. had the right idea. He just didn't execute it well. <laughs> Take the body. How about that, Danny Boyle? Take the body. But it worked out in our favor because, uh, you know, Max scored one of the most beautiful goal I've seen at the time, like agile in front of the net with, uh, you know, spinning on his edges. Unbelievable. And believe it or not, he only scored six times in 30 career games against the Lightning, but nothing will be more memorable than that one for a Finneganoff against <laughs> the Bolts. Here's your quick trivia. And these are one game sample sizes, okay. but they still stand as the highest points per game in Sabres history against the Lightning. Who are the two defensemen from the last 12 years? Maybe even less than that, but let's say 10 years. Two defensemen, two nondescript defensemen who each had two points in their only ever game against the Lightning with Buffalo. Oh, boy. Uh, Mark Pissick. Oh, very close. Robert Hag. <laughs> Oh, Robert Hag. Okay. Robbie um, Hag. Yeah. Robbie Hag. And then I am going to say, uh, oh, Jacob great Bryson. Skater. Great skater. Oh, not, I mean, Bryson's a great skater, but he obviously would have played Tampa more than once also. Okay. So, so great. Brendan Gooley. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, your career mark was 6 4 and 2 against the Lightning while you played with the Sabres. Hashik okay. was 15 6 and 2. Miller was 19 and 9. Andre Trefilov was the only one to be perfect with more than a game played against the Lightning. He was 2-0. and And I don't know what happened to Linus Allmark, but there are very few blemishes on his card. We've talked about that a lot. He was 0-5 as a Sabre against the Could Lightning. Beat but, them. Of, but, of course, has quickly turned it around with Boston. He's 4-1 and against the Lightning ever since. So, um, Well, he played at a tough time where the Sabres just couldn't beat the Lightning for a little bit. But I'll well, tell you he, this. He might not have helped because his goals against was 4.5. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's sometimes you, uh, it's like the water, right? Uh, some building, the water tastes fine. And some building, the water <laughs> tastes bad. I, I like playing in Tampa. The only yeah. thing with Tampa is that it was very humid. And then they had to crank up the AC. At mm -hmm. times, your equipment didn't feel the same. So you had to, on the old goalie leather straps. And goalies nowadays don't understand that because they got Velcros everywhere. But you used to mark your holes, right? So you would have the leather straps go into the the buckle and the pin would go into a hole to make sure that that's where you liked your pad. So you would mark them or you'd count them. I'm five holes from the top. You went to Tampa. You always had to tighten your pads up one more holes because the pads would get loose because it was too humid and it was, it felt weird. Uh, but I liked playing there um, so much so that I felt pretty tough in Tampa Bay. And if you go back to February 23rd of 2003, we won a game in Tampa four to one. 
And at one point in the game, uh, John Graham, who was really tough, decided to go out in the corner and then everybody got after it. And they're all getting around John Graham's net and they're all pushing and shoving. So I decided to skate down from my crease thinking I'm going to fight John Graham. I grabbed him by the pants, the suspenders, and I pulled and his suspenders broke. And then I'm trying to pull him even more, right? Like you can see it on Masjid right there. I'm trying to pull him. His suspenders broke. I'm trying to grab him. Get out of there. Then Corey Sarich, my buddy Corey Sarich, grabbed me and Chris Gratton. He's got us all by one hand. And he goes, Marty, stay over here. This guy's crazy. He's going to kill you. And I'm like... Okay, thank you, Corey. Yeah, I think I'm just going to stay with you. I'm, I'm fine. But John Graham was tough. Don't get me. He was so tough. But I thought I was going to get him out of the pile and just start feeding him right. Um, his suspenders broke. And then Corey Serge grabbed me and was like, uh, stay over here. Oh, my gosh. That's a crazy story. Graham, yeah. Graham, well, Graham was the unfortunate victim of the John Tortorella rant that one time. Yeah. <laughs> right? It wasn't just John Graham. It was Nikolai Habibullin. They were going through a tough time. And he yeah. goes, I can't put a goalie in net that's given me more than 75%. And he go, what's 75%? Four shots, one goal. That's 75% save percentage. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, this but is... it was great. It was Verada obviously got into with uh, John Graham. Uh, and Graham almost swung a stick at him, but it was, it was a fun time skating all the way down the ice to uh, almost get killed. Uh, that's a fun time. Yeah, man. I'm just looking at, uh, something here, which is kind of relevant to the discussion. <laughs> Do you remember, um, right. well, you won't remember this, but the most saves by a saber netminder versus Tampa 45 by Michael Neuvert. Oh yeah, okay. But he lost. <laughs> of course he lost. Lost 2 to 1. Oh no. And that was in January of 2015 and mm-hmm. he would then be traded not long after. Um and I'm thinking that he was in Tampa if memory serves like we the Sabers were in Tampa when he got traded, but um he was just an interesting character. And obviously it was during a time where you were sitting there, you know, I mean, it, Neuvert would get on, go onto the islands. That was the uh, Johnson trade that we talked about uh, a little while ago. The Chad Johnson trade. The the most saves by, sorry, the most saves by a saber netminder in an actual win against the lightning um, was again, a trade we referenced. (laughs) It was a week after Ryan Miller got traded to St. Louis. Jonas Enroth stopped 43 of 44 in a win over Tampa three to one, but this um, was a good goalie. And he had definitely played a yeah. little bit more when Millsy got traded and, and then had a, you know, ended up playing in Europe and all of that. Um, I remember a game and I want to tell people, this is like, sometimes hockey can be scary. It's fun. Let me tell you, hockey's fun. There's a lot of highlight, real goals, Maxim Finneganov, me trying to fight John Graham. It's fun. But a game in Tampa that I remember, like it was yesterday was on March 17, 2002. It's a two, two tie. But Stu Barnes' first shift of the game, Mm. he went behind the Tampa net and he got the puck and he's facing the glass. And Jason Cullimore came in and just absolutely hammered him from behind. Stu's head went into the dasher. He was unconscious on the ice at that moment. So trainers get on the ice, everything. Stu finally gains consciousness and they remove him from the ice. It's the first period, the start of the first period. Stu ended up going to the hospital, right? Because Mm -hmm. he got to get checked out. CAT scan, everything. He's getting checked out. The game ends, 2-2 tie. 
we're waiting by the bus for Stu Barnes to come back from the hospital. He's been cleared. He can fly back with us. He's got a gash on his forehead. He's got like 20 stitches. Like it's like, it's pretty scary. Mm-hmm. He comes back and we're like, Stewie, how are you doing? He goes, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. How's your head? Head's fine. Okay. How's your forehead? How many stitches you get? He's touching his forehead. I got stitches. And we're like, oh, yeah, boy. he got like 25 stitches. He goes, I got to call Julie. Julie was his wife, right? So Julie, Stu calls Julie Barnes. Hey, Julie. Hey, I'm good. I'm good. I got 20 stitches. I'm all set. Uh, doctor says I'll be fine. Okay. That sounds good. Hangs up, gets on the bus. Rhett Warner comes in and he goes, Suey, how's your head? That's fine. Why? Oh, how's your stitches? I got stitches? Like, yeah, you got 25 stitches. I, I got to call Julie. Grabs the phone, oh, calls Julie no. again. Julie, I'm fine. Now, by that point, she's freaked out. Like, he's called her three or four times to tell her he's fine. So, Rhett Warner gets on the phone. Don't worry, Julie. We'll, we'll be fine. But I remember that, like, scary, scary that this guy couldn't remember five minutes ago. Couldn't mm. remember 10 minutes ago. Like, that's how hard he got hit and how it can affect wow. a professional athlete or a hockey player in those moments. No, oh, it's unbelievable. The, you know, the price that you guys pay and, um, I mean, athletes in general. And it just gets so overlooked in the in the course of professional sports. But uh, amazing. Stu would just, you know, he's such a, it's been great reliving all these RJ calls yes. and um, those classic games continue tonight on MSG. And of course, we're really about to flip the calendar here to September when everything ramps up. We'll have prospects challenge in the middle of the month. We'll have fan fest. And of course we want to see you opening night and throughout the year at key bank center. So we of course remind you that we have 11 game plans right now. These are the quarter season plans that you can find at sabers.com slash tickets. You could, Go with the weekday plan, the weekend plan, all-star plan, and on top of it, enjoy significant savings from box office pricing and priority for playoff tickets. So once again, sabers.com slash tickets for more. A tip of the cap to Craig Anderson amidst the Sabres winning ways against the Leafs. It's all next in our teams (laughs) of the day here on Sabres Live. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.